0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.
1: This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours.
0: To Business Executive Interviews, brought to you by Flevy.com. Improve the growth and efficiency of your organization by leveraging Flevy's library of business frameworks and analysis tools. For more information, visit Flevy.com. That's F L E V Y, Flevy.com. Ron Liebman has worked for a multitude of large and medium-sized companies as a process and change professional. Worldwide, he's done this. In fact, in 2012, he was recognized by HRD Congress and many other organizations along the way as a change leader. He's the founder of The Highway of Change. That's a platform that delivers his work as a thought leader, mentor, researcher, and facilitator of workshops and seminars. And he says that he proves the saying, quote jack of all trades and master of none is absolutely wrong let's learn how he does it and the work he's doing ron lehman welcome to the program uh, hi how are you i'm doing great Ron. thanks for joining us on uh, this uh program for flevi and uh, we'll get to the work you're doing with Flevy in just a few. But, And thank you for, for sort of uh, seeding the interview with some talking points so we can just dive right in here. Um, change management. Uh, why should we care? Why
2: do we need it? Why should you care? And why should you need it? Change management. The world is changing forever. Businesses are changing all the time. We're in a, di- a digital revolution. Um, people have to go with the flow. Um, companies are changing their working practices, they're changing their ways of doing business, they're changing their ways of communicating with customers. um, And it's all to keep ahead of the game, um, which is all about change. Um, Change needs to be not necessarily managed, but change needs to be uh, dealt with in a positive way. So what happens in a company, basically, the impacted community in that company need to be aware of it, need to be involved in it, need to understand how it's going to impact them and so forth. So, you know, in today's world, everything's moving so fast. We need to have change and we need to work with, change in a positive way.
0: And many would argue that change is happening almost too fast for a human, uh, human being to comprehend and adapt to. Uh, of course, Thomas Friedman talks about that quite a bit, and I'm sure uh, you may as well. <laughs> I'm curious, how did you initially or what led to your interest in the subject of change? What, what was the tipping point for you? The <laughs> tipping point was way back in, uh, dare I say,
2: 1974, I <laughs> did a, three, a three-month intensive course at the what was then called the Royal Military College of Science in the UK because I worked for the Ministry of Defence and the course was um, uh, something called work study and basically it was all about looking at the way people did their jobs and trying to make them more efficient at doing it so um, and then there was the, another element called work measurement which was measuring what people were doing looking at the inefficiencies and, again, trying to make them more efficient. And obviously that involved change, okay, because it cha- involved the work, changing working practices for people. So that originally got me going into change. It wasn't called change then, but it, yeah. became, cha- it became change management or uh, transformation, whatever you want to call it now, and we might go on to that later, um, a lot later than that. But really that was my first introduction, and that's what fired my interest.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so kinetic. And, and, and attractive and it is constant it's not something that it's not a destination it's really a process isn't it which points to the work you know you do now doesn't it
2: that's why i call myself the highway of change it's 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 a journey it's a it's a forever and never ending journey basically you know um change will go on forever and a day even after i leave this world it will still happen and as you said it will get faster uh, and uh, more
0: rigorous and you know, people have to people have to cope with it. Ryan right, is some of the work and the attention you spend dealing with the fact that it's accelerating beyond perhaps what humans can manage themselves. I mean, do you help people deal with the velocity side of all of this?
2: Absolutely. Uh, basically, it's it's all about. Uh, feeding them the right amount of information in a timely manner, so as not to um, ba- basically not to overkill the information they get, so they can get a basic understanding of what's happening, how it's happening, when it's happening, um, who's going to do it, etc. But there is an issue of overkill. There is an issue of you know too much information, and you know um, basically getting people confused, and, and you know they, they they end up opting out. So you have to be very careful and and there's there's a push towards what's called agile change now. And basically, agile change is just about doing whatever is necessary to make sure you get from A to B in a timely manner. And you may need to cut corners, you may need to simplify things and so forth, but that's what it's all about. It, it's about simplifying the process.
0: It sounds a bit like what we do in software, where we're optimizing, right? We're we're taking out the unnecessary uh, noise and getting to the result a little bit quicker in a more efficient, uh, well, and again, optimized manner. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah,
0: no, you're right. And, and
2: agile is exactly that. Agile comes from the sort of uh, you know developing software in a, in a, in, a, in a quick, uh, efficient manner, and yeah. it's now being it's now being adapted to change. And it's exactly the same. You know, you just. Cut out all the messy bits and, and you know, uh, make sure you you, you you do all the simple stuff look at ways of getting from A to B in the fastest way possible
0: beautiful now you talk a little bit here in the notes uh, you provided for me about the certification slash professionalism side of all of this uh, and, and the professional heading so talk a little bit about what you mean there
2: right uh, there's a, there's a, a very big push now towards certifying uh, people involved in change. There's a couple of professional bodies. One, the Association of Change Management Professionals in the US, and then there's the Change Management Institute in, the, in Australia. They are both purporting to represent the change, the body of change professionals globally. I'm not sure how many people they've got working uh, 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 signed up for them, but uh, they, but they both have different approaches. Yeah. Um, as an example, the ACMP have a Certified Change Management Professional. We CMI have an accredited change management professional, and they 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 go in about it in a completely different way. And then there's Prosci, which is a US organization, and probably other leaders in certification. But again, the certification is around specific way of doing things, specific methodologies. But change is not like that. Change is all about using different approaches, using different ways of trying to guide people, like I said, from the A to the B and so forth. So being certified in a specific way or by a specific body does not necessarily make you a good change agent. My belief is that you need a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge under your belt um, before you can actually deliver change properly. properly sorry. Um uh, certification is probably good in terms of having something on your CV that says I'm a certified change agent, but it doesn't make you a change agent. And and I have I have a jaundiced view about certification. I don't believe I don't believe it, it adds value to the profession. Certainly not for to for experienced people like me. And I think it's it's a it's a, it's a probably a a revenue issue as well. People make money out of it. So, you know, it's not necessarily the best thing for the profession, but that's my personal opinion.
0: No, and I understand it, and it makes some sense. I mean, when you talk about agile and you talk about flexibility, this takes a very adaptable or adaptive type of approach, which really sounds like, if I'm reading between the lines, is something that attracted you to the industry because each situation is different. The map is different, and in your case, the highway is different. So your ability to adapt clearly is a big piece of the work you do in your workshops, your seminars and the way you think about change, right?
2: Absolutely. And that is the key in everything any change agent should do. They have to be adaptable. They have to understand, you know, the scale of things. They have to understand the organizational culture. They have to understand, you know, what it is that's being implemented. Is it new processes? Is it new software or whatever? Um, And if you try and do that following the specific methodology, that you've learned when you become certified, it doesn't necessarily work because, you know, each change situation is different and you have to apply different approaches and so forth. So, you know, it's better to have a wider understanding of all the different methodologies that are out there rather than being certified in one specific way and follow one specific approach, methodology, what you
0: will excellent since uh, and hence your bias against this idea of sort of an academic stamp on one way to do it this is a good segue into the methodologies um, you've you've said that 70% of change initiatives within organizations actually fail so uh, there it is right so so which Um, Well, there's a couple of distinctions to draw. One is the project management versus change management. And maybe from there we can move into the methodologies, if you can (laughs) lock them down. And again, this is a very agile kind of process. But the the approaches that tend to work and the others that tend not to, uh, producing that 70% failure rate. Okay, let me just talk about very quickly the 70% failure myth. And it is a myth.
2: Oh, I see. It was originally originally, um, raised by John Potter who's a ch- supposedly a change builder, um, You know, arguably he's one of the better known ones. Uh, so I'm not going to, um, you know, go against that. But he right. mentioned it in, in I can't remember what the book was, um, or many many years ago. And uh, the 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 statistic has been perpetuated over the years. And now people like McKinsey who do a regular yearly study of um, the leaders in industry keep on um, uh, regurgitating the percentage. And people still use the percentage, from my perspective, to sell their services, like the McKinsey's of this world or like the other big five. They, they will say, hey, you know 70% of uh, change initiatives fail. Well, we can do better. Well, they can't because it's not a not a true statistic. Interesting. Is actually, yeah, actually.
0: Yeah, it's a marketing ploy, if you will. That's my it, language. It is, a,
2: it is a marketing ploy,
0: yeah. Okay, so a lot of them do work, and, and some of the methodologies may be better to use in certain circumstances. So I think you were going to talk a little bit about that piece. Yeah, sure. I mean, like
2: I said, methodologies, there are probably, and I've got a document on Flurry about methodologies, would you believe, that covers about 30 different ones. Beautiful. Um and they're they're fine, you know. I, I have nothing against methodologies, but what I what I do have against methodology specifically is trying to use a single methodology to drive through a change initiative. It's not the way to do it because it doesn't necessarily a single methodology does not necessarily fit what you're trying to do in an organization. So it is better to have a full understanding, not full understanding. That- Of a a statement you better have a a good understanding a thorough understanding of what methodologies are out there and pick and choose adapt and adopt if you like um i I have my own methodology would you believe i have my own approach so i'm kind of arguing against what i do but mine is more around taking bits of the methodology taking bits of my i call it an approach by the way called taking bits of the approach and implementing those bits that work in an organization or those bits that where there is a gap in an organization because organizations will have their own way of working as well so it the the way i work is i put we fit what i do with what they do and then build a bespoke methodology bespoke approach for that specific change initiative and that's the way people should work they shouldn't be focused on one way so you know ProSci has Adkar and John Potter has Eight Steps. They don't always work like that, I'm afraid.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It's not that clean. And I love this idea of taking bits or elements. Give us an example, just for so we can visualize this a bit or conceptualize it, of a bit or a couple of bits that you might grab from this column or this column to uh, adapt to a situation and formulate a plan yeah. for change. Sure, I mean Pro-
2: ProSci has a good a good um, approach called AdCar, and don't ask me what AdCar stands for because I can't remember. But I can remember the first. It's awareness. One of the A's is awareness, and that is a that is a key element of any change is creating an awareness for the need for change. Okay, and you can do that in various ways. You can communicate. You can engage with stakeholders and so forth. And one of my I mean, part of my approach is about Stakeholder engagement and awareness, and it's an important factor because at the end of the day, if you don't, if you don't make people aware of the need for change, if you don't make the people aware of what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. I think I mentioned this before; they're going to be in the dark and they're going to resist. They're going to say, "Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not interested. You haven't given me enough information." So, yep. creating awareness and communicating is absolutely key.
0: All right. Excellent. Thank you for that. By the way, the uh, website for Ron Lehman and the work he does is www.thehighwayofchange.com. And having talked to you, it all makes so much sense, this highway, this process, this idea of being uh, being able to change lanes on the highway, right? So uh, pardon the metaphor. You are a contributor to Flevi.com, and in the few minutes we have left together, Ron Lehman, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what we can find there. You did mention that you have documents, about 30 of them on Flevi, don't you?
2: Yes, I do, and they are split into change, process, and project. Um, if I go through the, some of the, um, the sellers on change, is um, yeah. my comprehensive guide to change management, the bestseller, my own practical approach to change management, is a bestseller. Um, My um, digital transformation um, slide deck is a bestseller. And all the the change documents cover most aspects of change, so they'll cover things like um, change resistance, like creating awareness, like communication, like measuring business readiness and adoption. And they're all key elements of change. The project ones are more around know project management how to manage projects yeah. um, how to how to report on projects the process ones are all about how to uh, develop as is processes how to develop to be processes quality process and so forth but effectively the the main ones on there are my change documents and um, they are they are selling well to be honest and uh, uh, in a way specifically my own my own um, practical framework approach to change. It's nice to know that people are interested in the way I do things and the approach I've developed over the years I've been working in the industry.
0: Absolutely. Ron Lehman, so good to be with you. Uh, I learned a lot about how you approach this. Again, the company is The Highway of Change. The website, one and the same, www.thehighwayofchange.com. Of course, you can find Ron Lehman's work and his frameworks at flevy.com. Uh, Ron, thanks so much for joining us on the program.
2: That's no problem. Thank you very much for listening to me uh, and my views and the way I like to
0: do things. Be well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Business Executive Interviews, brought to you by Flevi.com. Improve the growth and efficiency of your organization by leveraging Flevi's library of business frameworks and analysis tools. Find them at Flevi.com. That's F L E V Y Flevy.com. Remember, you can hear more interviews like these by subscribing to the Flevy.com channel on YouTube or the Business Executive Interviews podcast on iTunes.